Come on, church, can you give Jesus a hand of praise this morning? Go ahead and wave at somebody. If you're online, we welcome you this morning. God bless you. And uh, I encourage you. And y'all forgive me for saying, I'm going to talk to those that are online for one minute, all right? If you're watching us online, I encourage you, close out every other window on your laptop or on your computer screen. If you were doing some dishes while washing service, stop doing dishes. They'll be there when you finish and connect to what God wants to do in your life and say to you this morning. Now, let's be honest. I, I, I watch preachings at home as well. And man, it's easy to get sidetracked. And it's easy to get distracted with all the other things that we've got going on. So I encourage you, disconnect from the rest of the stuff and let God speak to you this morning. Amen. Did everybody have a good Thanksgiving? I, I want a show of hands. How many of you ate turkey on Thanksgiving? Raise your hand if you ate turkey. Okay. Wow, there's a lot of y'all. How many of you ate some pork? Come on, them good Cubans. Got to eat some pork. On, I, I, was, I had a pastor's Thanksgiving lunch last week on Thursday. And um, one of the, the pastor friends of mine, Chris from, from NUMA, he was, uh, he was providing the lunch. I was like, Chris, what are you bringing for lunch? And he says, I'm bringing turkey, mashed potatoes, uh, green beans, all this stuff. And I was like, bro, I thought you were Cuban. What do you mean you're bringing me turkey? I'm not a turkey guy. I'm a pork guy. Bring me some, you know, lechong and stuff like that. But anyways... I pray everybody had a great Thanksgiving, and we know that God is good and faithful. Amen. Just got to meet baby Ethan. Uh, Sergio and Isabella are in the house. Baby Ethan is 46 days old now. Seven weeks on Tuesday. Seven times seven. 49? Minus two, 47. I was right. Ah, all right. The only reason I know is because when I spoke to you guys on the phone yesterday, you told me he was 46. So 46 plus one is 47, so... Praise God. God is good and God is faithful. Amen. Um, I want to call up my wife this morning, Pastor Patty. She's got a word that she's going to share this morning that God has put in her heart, and you are in for a treat. I got to uh, listen to it yesterday, and uh, I, I got to uh, listen to it this morning. So I encourage you, let God speak to you this morning with what he wants to say to you today. Amen. Amen. Good morning to everyone. I am super excited to be here with you this morning. I am super excited to be able to share what God has placed in my heart for you today. And um, I want to start with um, today. This phrase called carpe diem, seize the day. Anybody has heard that? Right? Um, and in the word of God, God tells us to focus on today and not to focus on tomorrow. God provides for today. And tomorrow, guess what? He's going to provide for tomorrow. And the day after that, on that day, he will provide for that day. And as we think of today, you need to understand that God has already equipped us with everything that we need to be able to overcome, to be able to be successful, to be able to see the hand of God upon our life today. But the enemy loves to bring in, if I only had that, then today would be a good day. If I only had so-and-so in my life, then today would be a good day. No, today is a good day, and the day that God has for us, no matter what. His mercies are made new every single morning. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, it says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. 
Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. God is calling us to be able to live in the, in the today and what's happening now. We need to seek him. And we need to understand that the worries of tomorrow is not for us to carry. It will be way too overwhelming. It will crush us. And we need to focus today, Lord, what do you have for us? Now, the temptation is real. Just open up any news app. Just uh, put on the TV and the temptation to worry about what is going to happen with the politics, what is going to happen with the pandemic, what is going to happen in my job site, what is going to happen with the list goes on and on. But we need to understand that we have the Holy Spirit that gives us the strength to be able to overcome any temptation. And today it's about focusing on what God would have for us to do. In the message, I love the translation of, uh, of what it has on verse 34. It says, give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. How many hours, how many restless nights have we not spent worrying about what if, fill in the blank. And then the day comes, and the what if never happened. Has that ever happened to anybody? And then I think back, wow, that was such a waste of time. I should have just focused on the today. Because in God, there is no time wasted. God calls us to seek him for today and trust him for tomorrow. Proverbs reminds us to trust the Lord with all our hearts and not lean on our own understanding. Trust in him that he will carry tomorrow. Our job today is to seek him. And in that seeking him, I want to press into the first step of that. In the Old Testament, they talked about when you would enter uh, the tabernacle and then the temple. And the first thing that you would do as you would enter, you would have to give God thanksgiving. You would have to be grateful. So to be in the today, the first thing that we need to focus on is being thankful. It didn't just happen on Thursday. I mean, that's awesome that we have once a year a day devoted just to be grateful. But that is not enough for us to be able to be a believer and to be able to be able to overcome. We must be able to daily press in and start that by being grateful and thankful for who God is, for his character, for things that do not change. Yes, you can be thankful for the pork and you can be thankful for whatever. But those things change. Who knows? Tomorrow you may be allergic to pork. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> But what does not change is the character of God. What does not change is who he is. And he acts according to his character and who he is in our life. And with that, let's go to Psalms 100. We're going to look at Psalms 100 today and Psalms 103. Let's start with Psalms 100. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence was singing. Did we not do that this morning? We didn't just do it to feel good and to eat up space so everybody can get here on time for the preaching. No, it is essential. It is essential to be able to access the presence of God, to be able to get into the deeper places. It is essential to be able to enter in that thanksgiving, in singing, in singing praises unto him. 
That is what we must do on a daily basis. When Moses had seen the hand of God and all the people had been set free from Egypt, and then they get to the Red Sea, what happens in the Red Sea? The Red Sea parts and the people pass through dry land. Anybody seen the movie or they read it in the Word of God? And when they get to their side, guess what? They needed food. And in a desert, there's not a lot of that. But nothing is impossible for God. So what did God do daily? God would provide manna from heaven. That portion that they would need, their substance. Now the temptation of thinking about tomorrow and planning for tomorrow was real. And there were people that said, no, no. I, I see another piece there just in case, you know, God forgets about tomorrow. Let me take a piece. And maybe he'll forget about Tuesday. Let me get another one there. When the next day would roll around, you know what happened to that excess that they would take? It got spoiled, ruined. Because God's way of operating is every day he fills us, he gives us the portion that we need for that day. It's pressing in for God to be able to direct us because we have everything we need for us to see the hand and the glory of God fall upon our lives today. Let's continue with verse 3. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us. We're God's creation, yes? Can I get a man on that? Amen? Yes. But that's not enough to just be God's creation. Let's keep on reading. And not we ourselves, we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. We are all God's creation, but to be able to transition into that place of being a child of God, we need to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. He is the way, he is the truth, he is the life. And once we do that, we're able to be part of that flock. We're able to be part and be called his people. Verse 4. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Verse 4 again. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. In the tabernacle, in the temple, the first step was entering in thanksgiving. In the New Testament, Jesus says, this is how you should pray, right? The example. How does that start? Anybody? Our Father, who art in heaven. What's the next part? Hallowed be thy name, which is praise your name. Praises to him. That's essential. In our services, we start with praise because it is essential to be able to dig into the deeper place. But we can't bypass that. We need that, right? If right now I need to call Lisette, that's with the kids, I can start shouting all I want, but unless I pick up the phone and dial, she will not hear me, right? You need, you can't bypass certain steps as much as you want to. You need to be able to do that. And we need to be able to do that first step is entering in that thanksgiving and gratitude. Now, as human beings, we're forgetful. I know all of you, if you know me, you know I never know where my phone is, like things are always missing and God is so gracious. I've never permanently lost it, right? It always turns up somehow. But we're forgetful. We can have a coworker that brings us coffee every single day. And then there's that one day that they don't bring it. What do we do? Hey, where's my coffee? What happened? 
Did we even bother to thank them all the other times? Maybe we, we thanked them the first, second, third, but then we just expected it to happen, right? And the day doesn't happen, that's it. We already know how today's starting. Anybody ever said that? But no. God gives us the portion that we need. But we're forgetful. But God knows that. And that's why that draws me to Psalms 103, which I ultimately love. Psalms 103, so just flip a few pages there. Bless the Lord all my soul. My soul, every emotion, every thought, all that internal. Bless the Lord all my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Because again, it's easy to forget. I remember years ago when I was in a ministry at a school and I was working super long hours. Uh, and I get home one day and I go to the room and there's all this clothes folded on top of the bed. Guess what this person said? Why is there clothes on the bed? I didn't say, thank you for putting the clothes in the washing machine. Thank you for putting it in the dryer. Thank you for folding. No, no, no. But this is only me. I know none of you in here have ever done that. None of you have ever done that. I went straight to, really? Like, and, and I didn't say, like, I, I was pretty rude about it. I'm tired. And now there's all those clothes on the bed. Because that's what flesh does. Flesh doesn't naturally think. It doesn't naturally want to bless. It looks at what's happening right now and look at the circumstance. But God has called us to go beyond that because we want to access that presence. We want to be able to live in today and not worry about tomorrow, not be concerned of what's going to happen, the what ifs. But to do that, we have to make a shift and say, I am going to be grateful. I am not going to forget what my God has done. And now we see, as we continue this verse, it starts line iteming certain things that we cannot forget. Verse 3, who forgives all our iniquities, who heals all my disease. You are not who you were before. The Bible says that you are a new creation, that you are made new in him. And you cannot forget that. And you cannot stop thanking God for that, that he has made us new. He's the one that heals all your diseases, not a typo. It wasn't the diseases that can medically be cured right now. No, it said all my diseases. So whatever it is that may be an obstacle right now in any of your lives that has that name disease, know that your heavenly father is more than able and capable to heal it all. Doesn't matter the medical report. Doesn't matter how much time has passed. God is beyond that. Remember, in Psalms 100, it says he is God. He doesn't operate. He doesn't have the limitations that we have. He heals all my diseases, so we thank him for that. We thank him. Verse 4, who redeems your life from destruction. Anybody here been redeemed? That God saved them? That you shouldn't have been savable or lovable, and God decided to love on us and to save us from ourselves sometimes? Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Go with me on this visual right now. We were in the pit. He decided to redeem us, but he didn't just like put us there. No, now he crowns us. He gives us a position as being able to be called child of God. That's extreme. That's abundant. And that's the God that we have that we need to thank and give him glory for. Who satisfies your mouth with good things. Satisfies. 
I know my husband, after eating his pork that he made, he was satisfied, right? He's like, I'm good. I'm happy. We're in a good place. God satisfies us with good things that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Goes back to where we started in Matthew chapter 6. Seek first the kingdom of God and all the things shall be added. Things that you know that you need, things that you may not even know that you need it. Has that ever happened to you? That all of a sudden something happens and you're like, wow, I really needed that. I didn't even know that. I didn't even start praying about it. And God already came to my rescue. And God already did something about it. Last week, twice, by a matter of less than a minute, we missed accidents that happened just in front of us. I was a few minutes late to pick up the girls because I had picked up uh, Sammy first. And I always like to be in line by a certain time. I'm a planner, right? I like the, 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 the checklist thing. I'm like, okay, now I'm going to get like a little more traffic on the way home, but take a deep breath, Patty. It's going to be okay, right? I'm talking to myself, like, get a grip, right? Don't lose it right now. We're at the red light, and right there, Abigail screams. Once you hear the boom, right in front of us, a car. I just hit another one, massive accident. We saw it right there, but we were at the red light. We missed that. I saw the hand of God. We saw that another time this week, that right there, like accidents happening. Thank you, Lord. I see your protection. I didn't even pray for that. Right there at that moment, Lord, protect me. But that stored up prayer of being in his presence, of abiding, is what God does for us. So if we go back now to Psalms 104, our main verse for today, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. To be in that moment of today and not worry, not, car not carrying those extra loads, it is being thankful. It is praising him. It is being able to bless his name, bless for who he is. And it continues then in verse 5, for the Lord is good. And I'm going to stop there. He is good. This morning, weren't we shouting that to the Lord? You are good. You are so good. But you know that he is so good that he shows us love in so many different ways. Anybody here read the book or heard the book, The Five Love Languages? Anybody? Okay. Anybody remember what any of those five, if you know it there, type it in there. What are those five love languages? Who can help me out? Time. Somebody said time. Time. Verbal. Service. Gifts. What else? Physical touch, all different, completely different ways of showing love. And our Heavenly Father is so good that if we open our eyes, we can see that He has done that for us time and time again. Those words of affirmation, those words of this is who you are. You may not see it, but I am your Father, and I'm telling you, this is who you are. And we're going to look at that first. The first thing that God, uh, Ralph, if you can put the next slide, sorry. What does God say about us? I am a child of the king. Please repeat that. I am a child of the king. Now let's say it like we believe it. Again, I am a child of the king. And in 1 Peter 2.9, for those that are taking notes, it says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of the darkness into the marvelous light. You are a child of the king. 
I am wonderfully made. Let's say it. I am wonderfully made. You better believe it. And the word of God tells me I am wonderfully made. Psalms 139.14. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. And that my soul knows it very well. What else does God say about us? I am more than a conqueror. Let's say it. Romans 8.31. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for me, who can be against me? I am more than a conqueror because you have God with you. What else does he say? I am strong and courageous. Let's say it. I am strong and courageous. Deuteronomy 31.6. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them, for the Lord your God is the one who goes with you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. So be strong and courageous. You know what? It doesn't matter if you see it or not. This is what your father says who you are. Everything else may be happening that you may think is the opposite of this. That needs to change. But what God says about you, that is what's true. I am not who I once was. I am forgiven. Let me hear you. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things passed away. God is making something new. Right? His mercies are made new every morning for us. Last one on here. Not the last one in the word, but the last one that I put here. God hears my prayers. Let me hear you. God hears my prayers. Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and, they, and you will have them. This is the words of love that our Heavenly Father speaks over us today. Because He is good. He is good. He tells us who we are. He is good. He gives us stuff. I mean, if we look around, do you have anything that you shouldn't have? That you only have it because God miraculously gave it to you? That God led you to something and you were like, I wasn't even supposed to do that. My credit score should have given them a big red neon sign. Don't sell it to that person. And somehow, God gave you the favor and the grace and you have it. My recent thing, I was praying for shoes. God, I need shoes. I'm low on shoes. Guess what happened a few months ago? One of the ladies that comes to the small group has now warehouses of shoes that she is donating to 3W Church. So the blessing not only fell upon me, it did not. Because when God blesses a ch one of his children, it rains. It's rain. So it's going to bless lots of people. And lots of people are being blessed through that. But I know it's something that I specifically had prayed for. So I see the hands of God. Is it super duper important that I have new shoes now? It's not. But isn't God amazing that he gives us even like small things that just shows us, thank you, God. I knew I was your favorite, but not really know it. We're all his favorite, by the way, you know. But God loves us. He tells us. He shows us through, through things. God shows us through through touch, being in that secret place and pressing into his presence, you feel his love wrapping you. Or there have been moments that somebody will just randomly come and give you a hug, and you know that what you needed was that. 
And you know it's not them hugging you at that moment. You know it's God through them. Because we are God's hands. We are God's feet. So many things that we do are not random. It's God using each of you to be a blessing and be an answered prayer to people. God helps us. There's been many a times that I look at what the task is in front of me, and I'm like, I, I don't have the ability. I don't know why they thought I did, but I really don't. I don't even know how to start this task. And I own, the day only has 24 hours, and I have no idea. And I've looked up to heaven and say, God, I need help. Your daughter needs help. And all of a sudden, as I start doing this and starting, I guess I'll start this way. When I look back, wow, I was able to accomplish that only through the grace of God. That he fills us with understanding. He fills us with wisdom to be able to complete something. Or he sends random people our way that we're like, I don't really know you that well, but thank you because I really needed help right now. You know we weren't supposed to do it all on our own. That is our society's way of like, we are strong. We can do it. We don't need help. You're lost. Who cares? I'm going to keep on going in circles until I find it because I'm not going to ask for help. And I can do this. That's not God's way. God made us a family. God made us that we need each other. The Bible says iron sharpens iron as one man sharpens another. We need each other. So when we are in need, our heavenly father will provide abundantly, abundantly, more than what we can ever ask or imagine. Have you ever been provided for beyond what you asked for? You might have asked for this and God gave you that. I mean, you were fine with a transportation vehicle. You were fine getting from point A to point B, but God bless you with something amazing because God does abundantly, abundantly. Time. God always has time for us. I know as a parent of three kids, I am at fault many times, and I, I don't have time right now. Mommy, come play with me. In, in a minute, I, I need to finish this. My heavenly father never does that to me. When I carve out the time for him, he is always there. You know what? When I was praying this morning, he didn't tell me, Patty, I am dealing with a pandemic. I am dealing with the United States and political crisis and racial crisis. I don't have time for you. But I didn't hear that. I really did not. I just heard the voice of my father saying, press in deeper. Come in deeper. I am here. He always has time for us. Always. And he shows us love time and time again because he is good. And if we go back to that Psalms 100 verse 5. Do you have it up there? Thank you. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures all generations. God's goodness is not just for me. God's goodness is for my children. God's goodness is for the grandchildren I don't even see, for the great-grandchildren that, I'm out, that I don't have right now. His goodness lasts forever and is generational. So right now I'm speaking to you that you may not see your generation in the path that you have been praying for. You might see them today 10 steps back instead of the 10 steps forward that they were supposed to be. But guess what? God's truth is everlasting. 
And as you continue seeking him, pressing into his presence, as you continue putting him first by having that attitude of thanksgiving, of joy, of praising his name, being able to get into that deep place of his presence, he will do the miraculous. Because my little example of shoes, trivial. Any of you here that are parents, you would do anything for your kids. Your parents would do anything for you. They would. They would give it all. So your heavenly father is your father. And he will do anything for you. You have the ability and the strength to wait a little longer. Because your miracle is coming. Don't lose heart. The Lord will do. The Lord will do what he promised to do. But you need to continue pressing in. And knowing that today, I will see the goodness of God. And today, I will see his mercy. Guess what? God has not asked me lately, Patty, what do you want today to look like? He has not. I don't know if you've had that encounter. I've never had that. I just know that whatever comes up, my God supernaturally provides, equips, moves, and does there were times before that I would be asked, oh, for example, do you want another child after I had Abigail? Well, um, I don't know. Maybe. What I, like, you know, I'm thinking, am I able? Do I have the capacity? Am I willing after Alexandra? My capacity, do I have that? Guess what? I am done with anything that you ask me saying yes to, or no. If God brings it, he will equip me. He will provide the way. He will do it. It is not my responsibility to be able to figure out the how. It is my responsibility to put him first. It is my responsibility to do whatever it takes to seek him first. And that takes effort, people. I don't want you to think that this is trivial. This is not. This goes against everything that our fleshy desire wants to do. Our flesh likes to mope. Our flesh likes to see sometimes that glass half empty. Our flesh likes to be on a time crunch. Uh, I, I'm like three steps behind where I was supposed to be at this time. But we walk by faith and not by sight, believing that our God will supply all our needs, whatever that is. It's not just financial. It is financial, but not only. It is provision in people. It is provision in peace. It is provision in your abilities. It is provision in what you can see. It is provision. And he is the provider of that. So today, we're not going to wait till January 1st to make our New Year's resolutions. Today, it is a time to say, God, I am gonna see, I'm going to seize every day. I am going to say, today, God, do your work. Today, do what you need to do. Today, I am your vessel. Today, I want to see what you see. I want to hear what you hear. And I'm going to press in. And the first step is by opening our mouths and being thankful. If the worship team can please come up. And Ralph, if you can put up that slide that has those things that, that God says to us. We're going to get into a few minutes of worship right now. And I want all of us to have the opportunity to tell God how grateful we are. To bless his name this morning. It's not about what I'm going to get out of this. That's not entering his court in Thanksgiving. It's not, I want to feel good, so I'm going to do this. I want to be able to like have a pep in my step today, so I'm going to, no, 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 no. It's about stopping and saying, God... I won't really have much, but what I have, I'm going to give to you. 
I'm going to give you my heart. I'm going to give you my time. I'm going to open up and tell you everything that I am so grateful for. Does God forget what he has done for us? He has not. But does it not feel amazing when somebody thanks you for something? Does it not feel, I mean, sometimes you don't even do it because you want the thanks. But when you get it, wow, they're grateful. It's a time this morning to say, God, I am so grateful, God. So we can just stand up there. And I asked Ralph to leave this up here because if you run out of things to say, remember a few of them, that you are that child of the king. You have been chosen by God to do a great work. You are forgiven. His mercies were made new this morning for you. So don't tell me what happened yesterday. Believe in what God can do today. Maybe yesterday you fell off of the wagon of everything that you said, God, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to behave like that. I'm going to leave the past behind. But today, right now, it starts new. It starts new. Let's just worship him there and, and start thanking him. Yes,